1: Learn more at marines.com.
2: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 991 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Pyle. Joined today by Ben, Funky, Askren, James, Dean Rader, and you on this chilly Monday, probably wherever you are, it's cold. Because it was 18 degrees this morning in Austin, Texas. That's how you know all bets are off. Ben was sending me <laughs> some some whining screenshots uh, uh, shots of his
1: cold weather. I didn't whine. I didn't oh, whine. Yeah. I literally just implied. sent you one picture. It's, it's wild. I mean, because it's one of those things like, how does it even get that cold? It said negative 15 this morning. Like, what do you even do with that? I'm <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm staying inside. I'm podcasting. I mean, I I will go to the academy and do private lessons today and we have, we cuz we don't practice tonight. So I have uh, kind of a bunch of lessons. Um so I'm going to get on with my regular life despite the fact that it is negative 15.
2: Yeah. Well, that's great to hear. How's the heating system at the AWA?
1: It's good. It's good. We actually just got a new uh the 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 can my mat we had had a little malfunction in one of the um Space heaters in the back. So, we got that fixed. Gets real nice and hot, like. Um, but seriously, the amount of snow we got on Friday was like, I felt like I'd never seen that much snow. It was just so ridiculous. Really? It just kept snowing and snowing and snowing. It was like 15 inches or something.
2: Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, I know, uh, Andy, I don't know how far Cedar Falls is from where you are, but I know Andy got crushed.
1: Yeah. Crushed. They got crushed too.
2: How about that though? They weren't going to have the duel, you and I versus Utah Valley. Because Utah Valley couldn't get to Cedar Falls or whatever the, the case was. And so yeah. they just drove to Iowa James. State, and they wrestled in the wrestling room. <laughs> and they did an actual college duel in the Iowa State wrestling room.
1: Did you know this, Wait, ben? that happened?
2: That happened. No,
1: I did not know this. Parker wrestled. Parker got Pittsburgh attacked. Pittsburgh couldn't get to Iowa State. Uh,
2: yeah. They canceled I, that one early. I think that um, Utah Valley was able to get to Iowa before or like there was kind of a, i think Storm. there were like two storms and they think they got there in between mm. but then they weren't going to be able to get to cedar falls but it That's didn't matter hilarious very hilarious so good job uh, cuz they actually they tweeted that the duel was canceled and uh, i think i can imagine uh, co- coach Schwab not taking <laughs> no match for an answer and they they made it
1: yeah it's a, it's a great solution i i love it all right we we got to start hey, with this. i gotta, I got to okay. no, grill you live on air. Um, hey, these people are starting to think we're not going to do anything special for episode 1000. So I just want to say we are going to do something, in fact, special. I don't know when Christian, Christian is the master planner. I don't know when he's going to spill the beans. But w- listen, we're going to do something special for episode 1000.
2: Well, yeah, that's true. Um, the, the studio is almost done. I know what you're thinking. Can you top this? Almost.
1: Almost. <laughs> I thought it was
2: done. Can you top this, uh, you know, mother's room that we've been podcasting out of for the last half a year? You actually can't... I wish
0: we could turn the camera
2: on. <laughs> yeah. I should just send a picture to Tyler of just what a, I mean, there's just like foam. <laughs> foam sound barriers. It's, it's not ideal. We acknowledge. Okay. But they're, they've been hard at work. I was here yesterday, and uh, they were in the studio working. So it's it's almost done. It looks really, it's going to be you cool. Are
1: you getting nervous? We only got nine episodes left. Are you getting nervous that they're not going to finish? No. I'm not nervous at all about that. I think not at all.
2: I there's a chance. Um, I used to be. I, I did not think it would be
0: done, but I, I do now. Yeah. After okay. seeing the progress. Right. Oh, I, w- I was.
2: I was nervous, and now I have assurances from people who. Um, yeah, it's going to be February 15th, Keith Gothard. February 15th. Go. That's locked. One in. month. One month from today, we'll be in there. Ben's going to be in studio. I don't think we're going to have any other in studio guests other than like you know. Maybe Ollie and other people in the normal. Routine. I'm but maybe we'll have see on calls. the code. Will we? And, and Keith Gothard, it's it kind of balls in your court. Does he get on episode 1,000? I don't know. I think I'm gonna kind of like with it with a child. You know, you gotta you gotta dangle it a little bit that that incentive. So he's gotta behave. <laughs> if he behaves, maybe he's on episode 1,000. <laughs> if we get bad That'll behavior, be who behavior. knows? No, but hopefully we can there get you go. a lot of cool guests. Um, I've actually tasked... Uh, young Tyler Meisinger, with kind of like making this show cool and kind of coming up with a a run of show and things like that, because it's gonna be it's gonna be a banger. It's not gonna be a, a standard hour and a half one. We're gonna go for a while. So, I
1: love it. I'm excited so for fun.
2: it. But yeah, episode 1,000 is gonna happen, and there's potentially it could be cool. But that part I
1: can't. Did you ever think you were gonna get that far? Because I was on episode one. And I remember you called me. I was outside Brookfield High School. Josh Otto and. Uh, Dom D'Antino were wrestling that night, I believe. And, um, you know, it was interesting. It was just a phone call. was no video, no nothing Mm -hmm. like that. Just a quick phone call. Uh, When you were doing that, did you think you were going to get to episode 1000?
2: Man, I don't know. I had no idea. (laughs) I I had no concept of it. I was just probably, I I was really just focused on doing something that day and like making it okay. And I had no, I had no expectations of getting to a thousand or a hundred or I just wanted to do the next one. Good enough to do the next one, yeah. basically. Okay. And thank you to Ben like for being it. on episode oh, number one. Tyler,
1: Tyler Fortson says, "And th- this is a must. And I will be very upset if this doesn't happen." Okay. We need an epic Brat Key alien hour for episode one thousand.
2: If if he is my friend,
1: which he yes, <laughs> he, <laughs> he will
2: do this. It's a big if. It's pretty. He yeah, will. It's a big if. He has to show up. He has to be on episode one thousand. I'm going to invite I'm gonna him. I'm going to tell now. him right now. I'm going to tell him right yeah. now, too. I'm going to tell we him both, even harder, Ben.
1: let him. Yeah, just blow him
2: up. Uh, yeah, right. absolutely should. I'm going to send him a voicemail. memo. Y'all can just hear it. Um, okay. I love those. I don't know. Some people don't like them. I think they're the best. Bracky, we're doing the show right now. You have to be on episode 1000. Ben has to have an epic Alien Hour. You have one month. See you in a month. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, he's Perfect. been told. That was so
1: good. He's it.
2: gonna be riding high off of uh, the Packers win. He is. He is an owner of the Green Bay Packers. I think oh, the owner. Yeah, he's a Packers fan. I owner. forgot. Yep. So he's gonna be excited. All right. Yeah. Alien hour a must. And we are not going to just completely forego the wrestling portion of conversation that show. Um, we're gonna have to do a, like a regular show, but then also, you know, some cool stuff. Anyway. Yeah. I want to talk about this Iowa-Nebraska duel, certainly the most anticipated duel of the weekend. And the Hawks showed up and showed out in in Lincoln. I thought it was another great performance by Iowa. They've had two kind of marquee duels so far this year, Iowa State and Nebraska. And I feel like in both matchups, they they outperformed expectations in a lot of ways and really um, wrestled well. And I don't know where we really want to start. We can kind of go through it. But really the standout performance was at 197, where Zach Glazier took it to Silas Allred from start to finish. He had an early, early takedown. He had a takedown as time expired for the major decision. Glazier never really close to a score. I was thoroughly impressed with Glazier, who remains undefeated. And (laughs) just beat the Big Ten champion, and now this was a throwaway weight, And and, uh, in my opinion, coming into this weight, unless they got AJ. And Glazier has just wrestled fantastic this year. And I I really feel like there's quite a few Hawkeyes that have been maybe out-wrestling expectations that I had for them this year. And I think Zach Glazier is the top of that list. Ben, what were your thoughts on that one?
1: Yeah, uh no Glazier is listen, I'm gonna say I was first at the party. I picked Glazier over uh the Broderson. gentleman from Iowa i Broder I knew I knew he was that good at least. Like I knew he was that good. I didn't I didn't think he would beat Silas Allred. I was way wrong on this one. You guys gave him some points and I thought which I was. I was correct in this, going into one ninety seven, they could have used some bonus points. So Mark Manning probably said, Hey Silas, go, please go put it on him. Pretty bad. Um and he didn't do it. He didn't look good at all. Um I, yeah, Glazer's tough. I mean when you look at his slate, the Ferrari is going to be, he's you know, got a five four over uh five four over, over Garrett Joles who's you know, he's like NCAA qualifier type. All red, he killed him. Um but then you know the next best win is Broderson. So I guess I will still say for me jury's out on Glazier. Um I think he's probably a one and two or two and two guy at NCAAs. Okay. And yeah. that's,
2: that's, that's within the realm. But I think yeah. what I would say is I would never have uh, predicted a scenario where I would say, yeah, Zach Glazer could get on the podium. And now Ooh, my, my I mind. I not
1: predict that still.
2: Well, I'm not predicting it, but my, it's a okay. possibility. Whereas I think coming into the year, I was like, no, they're not going to be able to place it this weight. Um, Ooh. But you're not Let's even saying that. Let's pull up them that.
1: 197 rankings because I know one guy. Oh,
2: it's so tough.
1: It's I was just tough, watching. But number, number eight. I texted you guys about that. I was I was like mad, and I'm not even his coach last night. Jacob go. Cardenas against Michael Beard on 5 on flow on Saturday. Cardenas is losing by 5, and he got stall called twice in the third period to almost get majored. Like, what are you even doing? Are you even trying? Yeah. I, I kind <clears> of <throat> saw that a little bit with a couple of the
2: Cornell guys. I felt like a lot mm-hmm. of clock watching looked a little tired. A little, I don't know what it was but across the board it seemed like Lehigh just had a little more fight and grit that dual meet. Uh, Yeah and that was a a prime example in a must win match uh, for really both teams but I think they could have all but iced it with a Cardenas win there and he gets the first takedown and one thing I I think this is a little bit about just Beard is really wrestling well this year Um, he did get majored by Trent Heidley but other than that I mean he majored Lou Dupre the night before Looked really good, and he looked really, really strong here against Cardenas, who has beaten him before. And one thing, I think you are always, um, you're always kind of a beard hater, just to be candid, just to be honest. Who? You! Me? Oh, we're going back to the Bracky era, but we could pull the receipts. <laughs> you you were big haters of, of a mobile... No, I outlet. was right on that one. I was and right. And Michael You beard. take it back. No. He all said American that year. You said, you said they weren't getting nothing at 197, and he freaking no. placed...
1: I yeah. called him around a 12 guy, and he somehow snuck in. He was 10-6 and six that year. Give me okay. a freaking break. No one had
2: many wins. Anyways, I've always been higher on beard than Ben Askren, but one of your criticisms you, that was actually, you stop, you that was it actually right fair, one of your actually fair criticisms, he got a little tie-tie at the end of matches. Sometimes that yeah. mouth would be wide open, he would get tired, he would kind of fade. He has been really good late in matches, at least the ones I've seen, which I've watched quite a few of them yeah. this year. He's been attacking consistently. I think he's looked really, really good this year. And you know what? This weight is so deep that Zach Glazier would have to have the tournament of his life, I think, probably to place. Yeah. I mean, Michael Beard's ranked 10th. He's a, he's a monster.
1: Silos is 13, which I didn't realize that. Because whatever rankings they were using had, but I want to say the rankings of the front had him at number three or something.
2: Yeah. Not
1: I think they were searching the internet for the best possible seating, ranking of a person and putting it on there for Iowa and Nebraska both. Yeah,
2: that's possible.
1: <laughs> Definitely possible. Um, sorry, back to Iowa and Nebraska. I, I got you got me excited about one ninety seven in the podium, and I pulled up the rankings, and uh, you know I get off track sometimes.
2: Yeah, no, that's my okay. apologies. How Praise already ranked seventh? What is happening?
1: Yeah, that that should not be the case.
2: What's going on, JD? These are these are your rankings. Ludapray is good. I that wasn't my question. How is he ranked seventh? What's, what's I don't think he's one? had very
1: many matches. Okay, oh, and he's I... actually had twelve matches. I don't know. How he got wow. twelve matches already.
2: Who realized that? Not me.
1: Sheridan Invitational and the David Lehman Open.
2: Okay. Well,
1: Techfall twenty number twenty one Levi Hopkins, um, but he, not he does more, not man. really have. Yeah. To me other the good wins. Um, hey, back to the Iowa Duel. The, I think yeah. for me. Jackson Smith. Uh-huh. who's number four. Where?
0: Uh-huh. Last
1: year. Oh, oh last God. year. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Um, for me, uh, you know, obviously I was shocked by Glazier. I made the wrong pick there. I was way off. But um, Drake Ayala, I think, is the one that was most impressive for me. Because totally Caleb agree. Smith has been good. And he kind of schooled Caleb Smith. Like, Caleb, he made it a possibility when he got in on some of those leg passes in the third period, and Drake was able to just kind of stalemate him. But he, besides that, he kind of killed him. I mean, Drake, it was all
2: about Drake got to legs very consistently against Caleb. Caleb yeah. was never close to uh, generating offense. There was a, some counter... No. Even really, even on some of the passes, I don't think he was really ever close to scoring. He was just He was just stopping some takedowns.
1: I, I was. And he was really trying impressed. to push with an underhook, which was I didn't see that one coming. Like I don't know, was he trying to get stall calls, or I don't know what he was trying to do there.
2: Yeah, I thought Drake really cemented himself um, against Caleb, who, as you mentioned, had a great year. A lot of offense from Drake. He looks. I mean, one twenty-five just continues to be in chaos. I'm not. Oh sure. Oh my god! Last time we did the show, I told I you
1: one, three, four, and five lost this weekend. That's what in the nuts.
2: world? Yep, so the one, and let me go back in time here. Number one, was, of course, was Anthony Noto. Number three, Steve O'Poulin lost. Nico Provo lost. Caleb Smith lost. Um, Now we're seeing, you know, Luke Stanish is a little scrapper. You know, he beat Brett Unger. Pretty tough Um, match, and he, I don't know if you watched this one, Ben, but he took bottom in the third up 2-0, which, you know, maybe there there seemed to be no... uh, question in the Lehigh Corner's mind that we're going to go under Brett Unger, but going into the third period, it looked like Unger's only opportunity was to get a turn. And Stanich got... I don't know if it's Stanick or Stanich. Maybe we get clarity there. Stanich, I, uh,
0: I don't trust your opinion on name pronunciation. He gets he away right away
2: and wins the match and seals the duel for for Lehigh, really impressive. <clears throat> yes. So, yeah, I don't know how hey. you're going to shake out these rankings after... Uh,
1: let after me let me read you this. No, I think Luke Stange is going high because let me read you this. Um, so, his only losses is to Spratley. Spratley does have three losses. But at Midlands, he beat Eli Griffin, mm-hmm. who is just had the win over Steve O'Poulin, who's yes. number three. He beat Diego Sotelo, who just had the win over number one... Um, uh, uh Anthony Noto, mm-hmm. right? He beats uh Eric Barnett who's ranked highly, beat Cooper Flynn and he just beat Brett Unger. Like that's a that's a pretty damn solid last 5 matches.
2: He's had seven ranked matches, he won six of them. There's not a lot of guys with 125 yeah. with that kind of track record against tough guys.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: I I'm they haven't officially, you know, pulled him for to be varsity this year, but you have to assume they're going to do so yeah. This 125 is the ultimate smoke them if you got them weight if there's anyone yes. if there's a slightly better guy <laughs> at 125 you wrestle him because they could be a national <laughs> champion
1: yeah i i agree
2: well i'm gonna you know what i'll put a little pressure on ben you know put the What's heat up? on see what happens who is your pick you can't pick noah certain why not to win 125
1: it's actually at this point it's semi-reasonable it is semi reasonable,
2: um, but I'll just say we'll just say you already picked him. So your second, uh,
1: who is your guy? Man, the most consistent too. So I mean, I don't want to get too high on Drake because he has the loss to who's the loss? It was someone. The Kayler loss Miller. was
2: crazy. He had the match once. Kayler, yes. He Tried to slide by and basically pulled Kayler into him and took himself down. It was, it was kind
1: of. Uh, wild. hold on. Let me. Um, I'll say okay, hold on. There was someone else. Maybe it was, I think it was maybe I think I'm right. It was maybe uh, Ryan Miller that was super close. Or there's someone else that was kind of like was uh, made me a little hesitant. It was not Eli Griffin. Oh, Max Gallagher. Max Gallagher. He is from U Penn. That's who I was. Yeah, eight seven. That that yeah, that was kind of sketch. Um, I you know Matt Ramos looked good. I watched him. He had someone. Uh, who the hell did he have? Dean DSP? Peterson. Dean Peterson four to one. Um. He looked good. I, I'd probably say him at this point. He's been very consistent. He does have a few losses, but he seems to be super. I mean, standards is super consistent also, given this yeah. weight class. Yeah, he's impressive. I,
2: I actually did a video like a week and a half ago or so, a little more maybe, and I, I said, hey, my pick right now is Matt Ramos, um, with not a high degree of confidence. So he'll be number one tomorrow, but whatever that means. Not much. It yeah. he means he's going
1: to lose. Actually, kind of, I feel like now looking at his wrestle stat, I kind of feel like he shouldn't be number one. He's only number one given his previous results from last year. He has
2: he has a noto, has a noto win,
1: and then he lost to Provo Smith and uh, Camacho. Yeah, which are all looking like. I mean, previously those would have looked not that bad. and Now they're all starting to look a little bit worse.
2: It's weird to like retro- retroactively like punished for a loss that they already got punished for. Like he already yes. got hit for losing to Camacho. But now that Camacho's doing bad, it's like, well, you can't just keep dropping him down more. It's sort of a weird dynamic yeah. with one twenty five.
1: Yeah, it's weird, right? Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, great win for Drake Ayala. Thirty three when when Jacob Van D beat Teske soundly, you're like, oh wow, this is very much in play for Nebraska because that was just not oh, yeah. an expected upset. Um, Tesky didn't look did not look great. Van D took it to him. Um it's kind of the
1: second time I'm, in a big duel where Teske didn't show up. I was frustrated that uh Van D did not go for the major because you saw they were they were like, cut him, cut him, cut him, and there's thirty seconds left and there's essentially no punishment for getting taken down because you're still gonna win by a decision. Mm-hmm. He didn't take a shot with like thirty two seconds. That was I think that was kind of frustrating, and I think I saw that also. The Love It match. I, I was annoyed Love It the one wrestling situation he got in and he scored, but he just doesn't have the ability to go to legs. And that's like, if you're going to be a bonus point guy and a team leader, you got to be able to go do that. Yeah.
0: To counteract yeah. that, he got on top with about a minute 15 left, I think. And being a counterattack guy from your feet, top is his yeah. best position to
1: score. Theoretically. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, I'm saying you have to have the ability to do that, which he does, maybe does not. True. Yeah. So,
2: the we'll talk 41-49 here because the I, we got a lot of questions about the stall calls. There was a lot of complaining from from Iowa fans specifically on the stall calls. Some of them, uh, it, I'm pretty sure it was like seven to zero at one point. Stall calls against Iowa versus Nebraska, which relative to the points being scored and the act, overall activity, doesn't seem like it should be. And I thought forty-one and forty-nine were good examples of like. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. It doesn't make sense because you watch Real Woods attack basically for seven minutes, commit to every single attack um, from neutral and not get a stall warning against Brock Hardy, whereas Ridge Lovett, who you could certainly say was more offensive on his feet than Caleb Ratchie, but not more offensive than Real Woods was against Brock Hardy and no stall warnings.
1: I'll describe to you the problem, and this, this this is absolutely a problem. If someone is in on a shot and they're spending time in on a shot and a scramble, for some reason, refs like negate that versus yes. if a person is pushing, which to me is less offensive, though still offensive. It's like, because less is happening, they feel like they have to do something or they have to interject. Mm-hmm. But if one person is shooting and scrambles are happening, then they feel as though they can stay out of it, which, you know, I'm saying I disagree with, but that is definitely right. what happens.
2: Yeah. There's, there's less risk involved with just, Pushing and positionally pushing. Like, moving the guy, whereas you know Real was changing yes. levels and attacking. So, yeah, I, I did think there were yes. some inconsistencies in the neutral stall call uh, for sure. And I also, this has been a long standing gripe with um, how stalling is called, but the Glazier All Red one is the classic where one guy's been attacking the whole match and then the other guy's trying to get back in the last minute of the match and you hit that guy for stalling. Uh, the one that's been scoring the whole time, which is what yeah. happened when they hit Glazier for stalling at the end.
1: And then Glazier got taken out the so on end. on that one, I don't know. I kind of feel like he was stalling for about kinda, a minute. and it's... I, He was stalling.
2: I, I don't okay. disagree. I don't disagree that he was stalling. But, but you want to the same way throughout the entire match. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what, I, that's fair. That's my Situational my stalling. And then he gets a takedown, yes. and I'm pretty sure it was Terry. He said, take that stall call and <laughs> shove it. It was so funny.
1: Yes, I heard that. I think I've ever heard that on uh, oh, yeah. live on air. <laughs> they had, they had the Iowa corner mic'd
2: way louder than the. Uh, I, I couldn't even hear Nebraska coaches actually, and Can I'm certain know. they're talking too. But uh, you could hear yes. the Iowa staff, right. which is always added bonus. I feel like we should have got. <laughs> I feel like we should have been charged extra for that. But no, it was the same rate. <laughs> let um anything to add? I mean, really Well, we didn't talk about. This match, which is significant, Real Woods, okay, really dominated Brock Hardy, and I think coming into the year, Real was the favorite. But you're like, there's some guys that can get him, like Bo Bartlett could. Brock Hardy's given him tough matches. I'm feeling more like it's really his way. Now we had the Etchim india match that was super competitive, super close, but I feel like he is. I feel like from the start of the year, he has pulled away from the field somewhat. Do you agree, Ben?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I so I think I think we said he was the favorite. I think he still is the favorite. The, the four that will give him the toughest matches, I think, and these are not in ranked order, although two of them are really high. Uh, Bartlett, Mendez, and Echomendia, all just super solid, strong. I mean, Hardy had a couple scramble opportunities, maybe. I guess you'd say that he couldn't convert on, but besides that, he just he, against really can't really generate much of his own offense, and he he can't. He struggles on top and bottom, which against a lot of people he wins against. So, um, yeah, I I feel like it's a low likelihood that he wins, but I think the three that I mentioned are the ones who would have a chance, although Real is still the significant favorite.
2: Yeah. Okay, 57. Frantic takes out Rob. Before we go to 57, do you see this guy talking about uh, Ridge Lovett's, quote, celebration, unquote? I didn't think anything of his celebration when he did it.
1: Um, I don't remember even seeing it. What did you? do?
0: So all he did was pump up the crowd, like, one time, you know, where you toss your hands up. Um, this guy was like, uh, oh. your number one ranked guy celebrating after not getting a, a major decision over number 12 in a big duel. Um, I don't think Ridge's, quote, celebration, unquote, warranted. That because he didn't even really celebrate.
2: Yeah, I didn't think he did that much. I, I mean, yeah. listen, a six-zero win over number twelve, number fourteen, whatever he's ranked. I think is, that's, it's not. It's not like he oh, was. He should have been pushing like a, for the major. Maybe so, but he can celebrate. Yeah. Um, I will say to
0: maybe defend the scout Like I said, I don't think Ridge celebrated that much, and he tied the the team score back at six, but. I don't hate the sentiment of, I want my number one guy pushing for a major. Kind of like Ben said, especially in a big duel like this, after yes. you drop 125, which is a toss-up match. you got to
1: be like a honey badger. Freaking get, go yeah. pin his ass. Like, freaking. Dang. Let's go. <laughs> now I'm all fired up. I'm going to go pin this dude. You put me out there because number 12. I'm going to attack him till he's on his back. And listen, I could give up some points. It don't matter. I'm going to get him one time. And he's pinned. It's over. Done deal. Not if it's that Oklahoma guy. Not if it's freaking Wes Roberts. <laughs> of a... What's Wes Roberts doing today? I want to go try to pin him right now. I'll take the first still bike to Oklahoma dude. City. Give go it find up. Him.
2: You still can't no, pin Wes I Roberts. No, I'm pin Wes
1: Roberts. There's no way he stayed in good shape. There's no, no. way. I'll gas him out now because he's a, he's a rancher or something. I don't know. Maybe he's, he might be a financial advisor. I'm not sure what he's <laughs> doing. I don't know. I'm I thought you knew it. he was gonna... a
2: rancher, and then you said, hey, might be a financial... <laughs> no. Or
1: anything in between. I mean, or well, that's something pretty in between. much <laughs> Anything in between. You know? I will may... pin Wes Roberts and say, Wes Roberts, listen, Christian Biles, if yes. I eat my breakfast on, Monday, uh, on Thursday morning and Wes Roberts doesn't exist, I am the only person in the modern era to have all bonuses. That son of a bitch Wes Roberts ruined my life. <laughs>
2: Double dings. <laughs> We've had two dings in two minutes. You got me talking
1: about Wes Roberts. What do you want from me?
2: (laughs) Well, you're here talking about, oh, I always pin number 12, number 12. Meanwhile, Wes Roberts, you know. So don't, I'm just, I'm just saying. Stop it.
1: You better stop antagonizing me or I'm going off the show. Wes Roberts, he he freaking makes me mad. Dang it. How could I not beat him so bad? He's not even that good. Why could I not pin him?
2: Oh, my gosh. Dang
1: it. I don't know. Now I'm mad. Now you just ruined my morning. That's hilarious. Okay, um, I'm sorry to
2: ruin your morning. <laughs> I hate you.
0: <laughs> but to oh. go back to what I said, uh, it would have been different if Rich would have like danced. Pinned on him, it. then he could have had a party. Like, well, I'm saying he didn't have a party. Is my thing. He didn't if do it, that much. No, so I barely even remember what he did. <laughs> if he would have, I agree. Gritted on him or something after, you know, winning a regular decision. Then it's a different oh, story, man. but. I, but I don't hate the sentiment of, um, yeah, I don't want my number one ranked wrestler partying super hard after. Oh, I love it. Uh, uh, just a regular decision win when you feel like he is capable of bonus pointing a guy. And I realize. Where did you
2: have the line at for this match? Like four and a half. Okay. So he literally beat the line that we all agreed was a good line. So he. No, out-performed. We all, didn't we all pick Rich? And we all picked Ridge to cover. Well, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, so that can't be that good of a line if we all pick it. The good ones are the ones. That, which one split. did you get that was, I got, like got the, me on one. That was. Antrell,
2: I think. Sorry. Was it Antrell? Uh, yes. Caliendo.
1: The ride time. He lost on the ride time. I was yeah. so mad. I forgot about the ride time. I'm like, ah, I won again. Dang it all.
2: The line, there was no gripes about this line at the time. Um, I, thought it, I thought it was a very appropriate celebration. Okay. And, and I do too. I was just saying in a different scenario. No, no, no. We know how you really feel.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I also want to cancel the individual NCAA tournament.
2: Yeah, that's true too.
0: Um, now we finally
2: uh, have it. No black and white, no mush mouth. JD, he said <laughs> clip no, it. Clip he it. said it. Clip it. He wants to cancel NCAAs. He was. This guy was doing jumping jacks in 2020. He's like, finally, yes, so, they're getting it. I don't want to
0: see it in a football stadium. I actually want it in a high school.
2: <laughs> yeah. If they are going to have
0: it, at least have it in the high school
1: gymnasium. Yeah. We didn't get to have it at that football stadium. That almost makes me as mad as not being able to pin Wes Roberts. I
2: know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I remember. You used to always... I remember the early days of FRL with with you, you know, where, like, basically we did, like, three months, and then the world shut down. And uh, you'd always... You would like... We'd be doing the show, he's like, Christian, do you realize... We were about to have the best month. We are going to have NCAAs in a freaking football stadium and the Olympic trials, and now we don't get any of it. You would stop and like say that so often. That was, was
1: annoying. A, Do you know how bad that was? An, yeah, annoying.
2: That was, was the there. word most people used.
1: I still want to know what it would have looked like on the football field because yeah. part of me said the mats are just going to be too small. In, in like, if They're going to be like tiny little people, you know, because the football stadium is much larger than a normal arena, so it was going to... Part of me says it's going to be amazing. Part of me says, "Oh my god, they're going to look kind of funny because they're going to be so small compared to the yeah. entirety of the space."
2: I was. I think amazing. they should try it again. I think it would have been awesome. Yes. I love, you know, taking a swing and trying something cool. Um, yeah, give it a shot. Bid again, Minneapolis. Minneapolis is cool, also.
1: Yeah. Hey, just well, cool. FYI. Christian, there's a guy, James Martinez, in the chat that says, "Make a West Roberts shirt." If you ever wear a West Robert's shirt on this show, I will leave the show. <laughs> you would? Would you really? I'll just hang up. Right? Boom! Click. Hang up. You can't it, get me back.
2: It's so funny because Ben was Mr. Antagonizing, and I wear I wear you know a, a shirt. He's an American citizen, an NCAA Division One athlete, and that would be so uh, reprehensible to Ben that he would literally leave the show, quit his job, <laughs> I'll, I'll go on strike. Um, I will okay. strike
1: till the West Roberts shirt is
2: gone. <laughs> we'll have a picket sign, no West Roberts. Um,
1: all right, I'm not even gonna say what I'm thinking right now, but
2: <laughs> read my mind.
1: All right, Peyton Rob, Peyton Rob got tired. I didn't like this before. He actually, he looked good in the first. We'll say five minutes, looked mm-hmm. really solid, um, and then you could just tell as the third period was going on that Frantic was going to get one because he was just getting closer and closer and closer and He got one, and then Rob still had... 39. I was going to say 35. I was going to say 35 uh, seconds to escape and didn't really come all that close to an escape. It was...
2: And, you know, it could be, you know, uh, confirmation bias here. But the moment Frantic got the takedown and he was kind of below the waist... And Rob was just looking down, not moving. Yeah. I was like, he's not getting away. Like, he's not right. Like, yeah. his mind wasn't around getting away or something was not connecting or he was just that tired. Whatever it was, he he wasn't responding like someone like, I'm down by one. I have to get away or I lose this yes. match. It was just like, I don't know what, it, you know, tiredness can kind of make, you know, all of us kind of melt down for sure. But it was it's yeah. a little concerning on the Peyton-Rob front because two straight matches – he's lost in the in the third period sort of some of it's, ta- its tactical you know he gives up the escape to Downey to go down by one late in that match and then here he gives up the late takedown and he has 40 seconds which you think Peyton Rob has 40 seconds to get away against really anyone you're like he's going to get away he's pretty
1: good yeah
2: yeah not able to get away there so and i was super confident there were a couple of big whiffs by me uh, in this dual meet, heavyweight for sure, and also this one. I was like, I feel really good about Rob winning this match. I thought, bounce back match from the Downey thing. I thought, yeah, he lost at NCAs, but I was thinking back to the dual meet win he had earlier. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Frantic got it done late and looks really, really good right now.
0: This was your most off prognostication pre, uh, pre-duel. You yep. might have said there was no way Franick was winning this. I don't know if I said no way, but I said
2: <laughs> I have no I did not consider taking Frannik, I'll say that. Well wow. so I was I was felt really confident. Wrong. Good performance by, by Jared Franick getting that one late and the ride out was tough. And he you know, he used he was dropping down effectively as well. You know, he had a couple drop downs, but he got the ride out. Strong performance there. Yeah. Caliendo yeah. looks really slick. Against Antrell, Agreed. not a ton to talk about there. Kennedy, good win over Bubba Wilson, who got the first takedown. And yep. then really didn't... You could kind of tell the,
1: didn't the do second
2: much. match, there was he didn't have really any answers. Yep. G- Gabe Arnold did not travel for this dual meet. And then Lenny Pinto over Riggins by... Did a weird major decision, kind of. Yep. I thought it was kind yep. of a goofy match.
1: Because it was like... Um... Riggins was just good enough to hang on in certain positions. Like, you know, Pinto comes out and gets almost gets a single leg and then a honey badger in the first like seven seconds, and then they end up in like uh you know, front head, single leg position, and um you know, I think they spent like a minute there where he wasn't scoring. And but then it was like certain times he'd get that underhook and he would score like super explosively, and then other times it would just be like standing around, or Riggins would hang onto a leg, or hang onto under an underhook, and, and just spend a bunch of time there. Yeah. No, it was a little weird. And then he then he had
2: a cut late that I actually didn't agree with, because uh, it was seventeen five. He time. almost got taken down. Yeah, because if he cuts, a takedown doesn't give him the tech, but a takedown for Riggins would have made it a decision, I'm pretty sure at the time, the way the math worked. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, and so he won by 12, so another cut and takedown up by 14, right? One and then three. And so you would have needed two more in addition to the one he got to get a tech fall. So I agree. I think it was doing the same thing as you.
2: Yeah. um We did not get the football boys at heavyweight. We have but Bradley Hill got it done. We uh, got one of the national- football boys. Yeah, we got a football Definitely. boy. We got a football bear. Uh, and i may have overestimated not i don't want to elaborate on this but i think i overestimated
1: Nash a little bit a little a lot a bit but i swear hey could tyler go back to the film i swear we we did an iowa versus nebraska heavyweight picks and i picked iowa and you picked nebraska and i want another and want another notch up on you so tyler can you go back and check the film on that one He's, he'll check
2: he'll check post taste um <laughs> Okay. Yeah,
1: is big and strong, but um, you could tell he hasn't wrestled in a while just because he looks a little bit clumsy on some of the the things he was doing. Um, Nothing looked super smooth, which, hey, if you don't wrestle for a bunch of years, you're probably not going to look super smooth. So, you know, honestly, I would say I think there's a chance he gets in better shape and tightens things up and in two months qualifies for the NCAA tournament, but I, I don't really see him as a threat at the NCAA tournament nice. That hey, I, I sent Tyler uh, a response from Bracky.
2: Whenever we get a chance, I wanna, I wanna put this up on the screen because it's gonna, it's a good thing. So whenever that's ready to go, we'll, I'll read it verbatim. Um, but I want okay. you to be able to see it. All. Okay, there you see it on your screen. Bracky said, I, you heard me send the voice message. He said it will be the best Alien Hour since the original Avril Levine segment. For those of you that are not longtime listeners, that was where. Bracky revealed that Avril Lavigne has actually been dead for some time now and has been portrayed by a body double named Melissa. And so (laughs) he blew blew that wide open. He was originally on the Free Britney movement, um, which, you know, maybe we should have kept her unfreed here nor there. He did his part. Maybe Um, she
1: shouldn't be freed.
2: So excited for that. Um, Any other thoughts on the Iowa-Nebraska duel other than Iowa's looking pretty freaking tough right now. Yeah. That's my well, takeaway.
1: Yep, yeah, and I guess just, yeah, uh, disappointed in Silas Allred. Um, honestly, and maybe it's Iowa being good and tough, but between Silas Allred having not a great performance, we talked about Lenny Pinto, Bubba Wilson got tired, Peyton Robb got tired, um, Ridge Lovett didn't really push for the major. Like, I think that's one where they – They need to ask more out of their stars. Like, if you're one of their best guys, you got to go. You got to go get it done. Like, if you're that much better, you need to go try to put them on their back multiple times. A decision is not okay.
2: Yeah, and I think for Nebraska, let's think about the U and I duel. The big matches in there were, you know, 41 and 57. You and I won both Mm -hmm. of those. In the Iowa Nebraska duel, 25, 41, 57. Uh, we're the big ones. We didn't even have 97 on the radar. Nebraska lost all yeah. the marquee matches and gave up an upset. It, it's not been a good back-to-back weeks for, for Nebraska, yes. I would say, relative right. to you know, their expectations. This is a team that was ranked, what, second or third in our tournament rankings, which is very much a fluid situation, I think. Two, two to 13, I posed the question, like, which of these teams can't trophy next year?
1: Oh, I had, I had an year. answer for you. I saw you that. I saw you post that. Who do you think? The answer was two to thirteen. So last week, Nebraska going to go down significantly in the rankings. I would imagine this week. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, who was I gonna say? Arizona State, probably maybe? Missouri. Shut up! Oh, that's who you eliminate. Oh, eliminate. Yeah, Arizona right, State. Eliminate. Yeah, cause, just because they haven't been able to have any type of consistency, you know. Figueroa has barely wrestled any matches. Parko has been out of the lineup. Colton Schultz is just barely back. Um, you know, if they had Teamer has been kind of up and down. He just lost to you know, uh, who do you lose you know, to? Cardino? Chittum. Chittum, thank you.
2: But you know what's interesting about that, and I I don't disagree. I, I think Arizona State has has to show it. But you know who didn't show it really all year last year was Ohio State, and they somehow. Oh, that's right. They somehow got a trophy. Now, I think Ohio State had more bullets than Arizona State has. Yes. But, you know, th- this was, we thought, Richie Figueroa was a guy that could contend for a title. That remains to be seen at this point. Yeah, except he's at 125, yeah, which means he same. absolutely could if he's healthy.
1: <laughs> uh, right? You might as well just seat him number one. Crown him.
2: Crown him, <laughs> Ja'Cory. That was Jakory versus Chittum, That was not his best performance, but I'm not taking anything away from Cody because he is that guy for sure. Colton Schultz not been wrestling great, uh, but he's really good. They, but they probably just don't have enough. So I'd say yeah, prob, Even if all those guys wrestled their best, probably you could eliminate them. Yeah.
1: Does hey a lot of middle a lot of Mitchell Messimer chatter in the YouTube chat. They're These loving guys it. They're all well, over him.
2: Listen, I've I've sheltered you a little bit from this for a
1: while. But now it's time you're a,
2: <laughs> you're a grown man. What
0: before you're, before we move
2: on to oh, no, just talk. let it go. No, I
0: just, <laughs> does this change your opinion on what you think I will do with Gabe Arnold?
2: I mean, oh. it, it's, it's simple. Do you want your best lineup or not? If you do, you wrestle Gabe. If you don't, then you wrestle Kennedy. That's
1: I feel like they're not wrestling Gabe because why would they make Kennedy go back to seventy four? I don't know because he can't Which, start it.
2: Yeah. To, to push push you. the decision down.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I agree with you though. Russell Gabe Arnold, uh, I don't, I don't know. It appears to me that they're not going to, but, uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah I would. Um,
2: all right, I let me go. <laughs> filtered Ben long enough. He's a grown man. He he has. Some NCAA records for dominance. He can handle this. A lot of Mitchell Keegan chatter. A lot of people want to know. Talk about yeah. the matchup. How does it look? Now, you won't get into much. I know this. I know this. You know, he's <laughs> a big, tough guy. He's not going to say too much. But you got to give Amen. us something. Give us a taste. What do you think?
1: They're both really good wrestlers. Oh, boy. Uh, go. They're going to both be pretty aggressive and, and get in a lot of scrambles. And I'm excited to see it. I'm going to be – it's on Saturday night in Kansas City. I'm going to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Will you Will you weep? I think well, there's a chance uh, you'll weep. Think I'll, I don't think I'll weep. I think it's going to be um, – it, it'll, it'll likely be a strange mix of emotions. Um, strange combination. Because obviously on the one hand, you're going to be very elated for whomever is the winner and you're going to be very sad for whomever is the loser – um, you feel emotions for both people. Uh, so it'll be a weird feel. We kind of have that a lot in the state finals now. I think like the last two years, we had like 20 mm-hmm. state finals where it's AWA versus AWA. And it's such a weird thing because you feel so great for the winner because you know everything they went through, right? And then you feel bad for the loser and then you feel bad for feeling good. And then it's it's weird. To quote Aiden Sinclair, your heart goes out to the losers. I don't
2: know if you heard <laughs> his, his post, who's number one match but that's what he said.
1: Uh, and that was AWA no, versus AWA. I, that was AWA versus AWA, yeah. So, no, Mitchell looked good against Lillard. Lillard is, um, he's kind of tough to wrestle and sneaky, and Mitchell was able to get three takedowns. I don't know, Lillard, on that second take, oh, it was weird because it didn't even really look like anything happened. You know, obviously, he had the knee injury that we had discussed, was mm-hmm. it two weeks ago? But when he finished the single leg, it just looked like normal. And then all of a sudden, he went down. Um and then on the next one, obviously, he was pulling him back in bounds, so that was more stress on the knee than the first one, and then that was over. Okay. But he's I'm got not... fish and a mean this weekend, so we're going to have some fun this weekend. Fun in the uh, –
2: what What state is Michigan called? Like, you know, Virginia. The Mitten State. The, the Mitten the State? Because it's yeah, shaped the like mint. a mitten. It's really called the Mitten State, though? I don't know. No! Oh, my gosh, you had me going the way you said it. Because, you know, like, New Jersey's the garden state uh, for some reason. Uh, what is what is Michigan? We I'm need to looking figure this it up out. for you. But before Great Lake that, State, the Great Lakes State. The Mitten
1: State. Yeah, he's oh. right. The Great Lakes State or the Mitten State. Okay. Wolverine State. Even though I
2: don't think Wolverines are indigenous to Michigan. Anymore. You never know. You never know, though. <laughs> That's right. Look into it, says Ben. But hold on. We're not moving off the Mitchell, Keegan thing so fast. There's a quick diversion. You hit me with a little misdirection. You almost got me off, but I'm still. <laughs> I'm locked what in here. Mean, I gave you an yeah. answer. Hold Leave on. I'm going to ask a pointed question. Okay, go. I'm on. not going to ask you to pick. How, d- how dare okay. I? But what would you describe as the areas of advantage for either guy? Who has ah. the better... Who? For if Keegan Is Keegan better from the top position? Is he better in the scrambles? Is one of them better at generating leg attacks? It would seem like maybe that would be Mitchell's possible advantage.
1: What do you think? Yeah, um, well... I mean, my guess on what's gonna happen, uh yeah. I don't I don't think top will be all that much of a factor. Mitchell's pretty good off bottom. Keegan has gotten run like once in his career, it's pretty rare. Uh, I don't I don't foresee that being an issue for either one. I think Mitchell, I mean, he obviously shoots all the time. i, I he'll maybe be a little more careful in that match, I would think. And so then it'll come down to Who's going to win the scrambles? Um, you know Mitchell uses his gas tank, but so does Keegan. Keegan wears people out also, so I, I don't really foresee the gas tank being an issue uh, for either party.
2: So both will get to legs. It'll just come down to who's better at finishing.
1: Yeah, in your opinion, or not getting fin- and not getting <laughs> right. finished on. If you want to think about it both ways, right? Yes.
2: All right, yeah. I get, I'm trying, guys. I gave it a little something, a little something. <laughs>
1: but no, let's let's watch it. Ame mean just lost a fish, which is it was a very last second thing. But um,
2: you know, Amin that's tried two to milk...
1: top. Yeah. yeah, he tried. You're, yeah, he tried to sneak one out there, and Caleb Fish did look kind of like jump over him.
2: Yeah, he did. I mean, he got that early takedown. Amin, go behind, and then. Didn't really push for offense beyond that and tried to hold off Fish. He almost did it, but got ran behind late. And we haven't seen Cam. And I'll be I'll be sad. I won't say mad, but I will be sad. There's if a Cam chance that wrestle. they
1: don't wrestle him. There's a chance, for sure. Uh, a we were chance. talking
0: before, I think he might be a little injured. He's I thought he looked wrestled healthy. A, a select uh, number of matches. Hasn't wrestled in every duel for Michigan this year, or every mm-hmm. tournament. So, and Fish is tough, but a match based on their history, Kim I Amin mean, should win that match. So
2: Yes, I agree with that. Fish is a, a tough guy for sure. Okay, I do want to talk a little more about the Penn State match. I did think Levi look, looked good in the short period of time he was on the mat. Kasach against Rooks, a 15-0 Tech. Very impressive um, win there. But then you zoom out a little bit and you look at Graham Rooks' season... And it's not the guy we saw last year at NCAs, which was who was a a breath away from beating Shane Van Ness, I believe, and beat. That's wild to think about, right? Yeah, I mean, he was right there to beat him, and someone else too. Maybe Henson, maybe.
1: Well, some, he beat uh, he beat Austin Gomez at conference, but Gomez was a little bit injured. Yeah,
2: let's look at this old Graham Rooks. He had yeah, but big, Rooks. I mean, I feel like Rooks Pinero? wasn't
1: that good uh, on the backside. I feel like 2 fun. years ago Rooks was like not that good mm-hmm. and then last year he kind of like had some really good results but it kind of came out of nowhere and then this year again Dude, he's been what he,
2: he beat Caleb Henson last year
1: wild at NCAAs.
2: right he beat Caleb Henson but this year young Graham yeah pinned by Kelvin Griffin lost to Owen Reinzel, 9-3 7-4 lost to Elijah uh, Rivera and A2 lost to Quinn Kenner and now he's been tech by Tyler Kasach. He's not, not yeah. been the same guy. But yes, that's correct. it's still... W- one thing, I feel like Kasach looks like good size for 49. Like He made 141 this year, and so I thought he, size could be a factor, but he looks right now to be reasonably sized, not at least undersized. It's not going to be uh, something that gets him beat down. No. You got to be pretty excited if, uh, if you're a Penn State fan and it sounds like they are gonna use Tyler this year, which I think is the right call. I agree. It's pretty pretty impressive. Your
0: number one guy goes down, and you can slide that guy in.
2: Well, yeah, this is their uh, you know their embarrassment of riches. They have so much depth. Is you've got your number one guy goes down, and then you've got a number one guy out of high school ready to to replace him. That's in
1: redshirt. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's very 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 good. Um, I want to see him against some other like, better guys though. Also, that was it was it was the weirdest tech ever because he gets ridden for a minute fifty nine and pops away for the tech ball at the end of the third period. Like I don't think I've ever seen that in my life. It felt kind of funny.
2: I kind of thought time time was up when he got away, but they gave the one. So, I, uh, and I don't know if how the how synced up the scoreboards on on that. the
1: stream. It was out for sure.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was trying to listen for the buzzer, but yeah, he did get kind of. He got ridden pretty tough by Rooks there at the end, but overall, really good performance by by Kasek. Really, ex- he's pretty fearless and also fearless. Braden Davis, he had some nice takedowns. I mean, he had he was in like a standing single, and he did some like it was a weird kind of upper body counter, and he comes out on top. He's looking the part for Penn State as well. So, Braden Davis, mm-hmm. the one twenty five savior for Penn State. He could I mean he could He could break the He's at
1: Is he undefeated? Yes Yes. Like 9 or 10 and 0
2: Crown him (laughs) Kale's like Do not rank him number one No matter what you do
1: Do not rank him anywhere In the top ten
2: You keep him out of the top ten
1: Uh, (laughs) Ah, That's so funny Still
2: When is his next He could wrestle DiAgostino this week Mm Mm-hmm that would be big. Yes. And Lujan for Michigan State's not bad at, at 25. He
1: had a 4-2 win over Lujan at the Black Knight Invitational.
2: Okay. So another crack yes. at him. And then D'Agostino would be a big, big step up for, in competition, I think. Probably be the best guy he's wrestled this year. So look forward yeah. to that match. Okay. Any, nothing really else of note in the pins. Oh, Bernie Trex didn't wrestle. Eh, could Coming be sk- off of a loss. Too could be
0: scheduled rest to Munoz. Um, I'm not looking too that. much into it. I don't think Barr is starting over no. Truax or anything like that. But it is notable.
2: Yep. Um Don't know why the the that Bernie didn't wrestle, but obviously they could afford to not use him that day, and they've got they t- can take advantage and give Barr a a Penn State uh, you know home start, which is yes. you know. Exciting as well.
0: Not they didn't give up a takedown or an airfall point.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just escapes. That was really impressive. They look they look really really good right now. Um, with Michigan coming and that'll be a fun duel. To is that a, a Friday duel? Friday. They're at no Michigan and-, and
1: Michigan State. Okay. Yeah.
2: The Mitten duels. Yeah, the Mitten duels, as we've been calling them <laughs> for years now. The Great Lakes Stools? Yes. <laughs> or how chilly it's going to be in, in Michigan this weekend?
1: Single digits? I think it's going to be cold still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cold.
2: Negatives probably at night. You, you have to get tough. But you're you were you were raised in this. That's right. You've been. I was
0: born for this.
1: <laughs>
2: live for this moment. Okay. Can we move off of Penn State Indiana?
1: I think that's fair.
2: Okay. I think we can do it.
1: Do we want to just kind of? You got a whole bunch of questions about Kale comments. I mean, I think. I don't even need to talk about any of these, but I think we should just mention it. it sounds like Braden Davis and Tyler Kasich are going to be the starters um, moving forward for this year.
2: Yeah. Um, KL on burning Braden Davis's red shirt is from Caleb Boyer. We're going to have some difficult discussions, which, you know, it's probably, hey, you're going. Hey, Braden's our guy moving forward. Um, good chance that Kasich's red shirt will be burned this year. Shane Van Ness will have his surgery soon. AZ Wrestling fan says
0: does the fact that K Saka ridden the whole third period give you any pause about predicting him as an A or nothing to worry about?
2: Uh as far as being an all American, I would I don't look at him getting ridden as a reason he won't he can't. He can't place. He'd also scored so many points that how what's your activity level? I don't know. I, I you just look at the scope of 149 for me, and you
0: look at a guy like Chance Lamer or Dylan Demilio, who just lost to Cannon Webster. He can go with those guys, and I think he can beat them.
2: I mean, Dylan Demilio is ranked fifth. Arrington ranked fourth. this. This weight is wide, wide open. You know, Ridge, Parco's not healthy. Yes. He's ranked third. I mean, Henson has been awesome this year. But he lost to Ridge. He lost to Rooks last year. Ridge, yeah. you know, the best guy, but he's not impregnable. He has he has holes as well, so I, I that does not give me In this weight class. I no, you've got a guy that can score yeah. a lot of points. Yeah,
1: forty nine is yeah. It's, uh, I don't want to say twenty five ish, but it feels that way a little bit.
2: I I kind of agree in terms. Of, I think there's a. I mean, Parco who who beat Parco? Whalen. He lost to Waylon. He lost to Henson earlier this Who's, year.
1: Kyle Waylon's Bayland. not wrestling this year, right? Correct. But wait, he's at Princeton, so he must be gray-shirting or something?
2: Yeah, you know, they do that thing.
1: <clears throat> yeah, okay. Or that thing. That thing. What about do. this
0: one from Baby Brands? Oh. With freshman Davis, Sack, and Messenbrink starting off so strong, what do you think of PSU's chances of setting the NCAA attorney's scoring record, despite missing Shane Benez?
2: I don't know. Um, I still think with – so the record is 170 points. That means you have to average third place at every single weight class. Woof. <laughs> so you really the need... bonus
1: will be higher, though, for sure.
2: Bonus will be higher. I, I, st- I think losing Shane hurts a lot, um, but... Yes. Shane's not exactly a prolific bonus
0: point scorer, and no. if they go well, from first to third, years. something like that with KSAC?
2: Right. I mean, Shane this year, though... Um, He He, had hundred percent. He was looking that way. Uh, He had three pins in the first period in his only three matches, but so we don't know. This could have been a year he takes a step up, bonus wise. But now we don't know. Yeah, I mean, when the injury happened, my my first thought was no shot at the point record. Now, so you're saying there's a chance? Case could get there, and that was with me giving zero points really at 125. Now. Braden's a, a scrapper and a legitimate point scorer.
0: Shane Van did only beat Parco 5-1. to one.
2: Yeah. That was a great match. Really exciting match. Mm-hmm. But he beat Kyle freaking Parco. That's the third right yeah. guy. Yeah. So I'm, I, have elim- I eliminated it. Now I'm like, there, there's a shot. But a lot has to go right. But a lot usually does go right for them at the NCAA tournament. But still, when you're looking at ten yes. guys, that's one guy – DNPs
1: seventeen points per person.
2: Mm-hmm. That's tough. Now, so you yeah, need some. If you get a couple twenty threes, twenty fours, and twenty fives from a Carter, from a Brooks, and maybe Greg. Yes. If you get that, and then if Nagal yes. can be a high bonus third placer, that's big. But he might be fourth now with Crookham. Crookham looks like
1: every bit. Looks pretty good. Dayton, Dayton
2: Fix looks really good right now. Yep. Um, veto. So I I don't see Nagal taking a step up into the Crookham Dayton veto title conversation. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure of that yet. Um, but I thought maybe he would, and he he still could. But I think right now, yes. it's a little tougher. And Bernie, you know, I thought maybe step up, he could win a title, lose oh. to lose to Trey.
1: Slap the mat says the 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 actual point total given converted. So I don't know what the old scoring was in that era. Would be one seventy seven and a half. I don't think. Um, I, don't well, I know, know they did use to score it. No, the
2: scoring did change, but one seventy was like the. Um,
1: the number. I'm pretty sure. Okay, um, but, but if, there... you, if you like, if they had different bonus point totals or something, you convert it. I think there was another Iowa team. I'm talking about
2: 97 Iowa Hawkeyes.
0: The 92 <laughs> Iowa Hawkeyes, the, if you rescored it, they would have s- scored 175 points. Okay.
2: They said 90,
1: They said 1983 was the year this guy cites, so I don't know what the scoring rules are. That would have been, been 177.5. Yeah. If you yeah, they only had 155.
2: Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. To me, the, the, the record is the most points ever scored at NCAA. It's not like a rescoring um
1: i don't know christian if you change the rules that kind of i mean what if we made every champ worth 20 points would you just say this is the new record well that is what That doesn't worth. make no, no it's champ 16. no the actual champion is 16 then the advancement points adds four so
2: <laughs> well, what are you talking about well yeah it's 20. 20 is what okay. you get if you they,
1: they first play finishes worth 20 and then you get another point for advancement then that's it's oh. going to change the game
2: yeah uh, maybe so. Okay. I feel like the record is, yeah. is one seventy, but okay, there there is some context. All right. That let's move on to the Lehigh versus Cornell duel, because that let's, was fun. Let's do a very very great duel. Awesome atmosphere at the Snake Pit as always. Great rivalry. Um, why don't we? Well, let's go
1: to Ben. Ben's coming yeah. to us live from Wisconsin. What do you think? <clears throat> well I think uh really good wrestling by Lehigh and I think we, we kind of said this already or you may have said this uh Cornell looked a little bit down um you know C- Cardinals looked bad in the third period Fernandez lost to Taylor Unger lost to Stanich and then you know even uh Meyer and brignola that was in the balance like yeah. there was definitely a few parts where I thought brignola was gonna convert that takedown in the third period right so he got an escape right away went right back in on the leg and there was multiple times i thought oh he's but he's just about to get the takedown but he just yeah. couldn't put the right combination of of moves together to finish him off and then Benjamin meyer the, the last thing he tried was dumb i don't know what he was thinking there that was a bad idea just max bring Max one don't do that one again where he was trying to lean along, lean over his back like just, that was just a bad idea just don't do it again um and he got taken down but it was in the balance for a minute
2: Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't think Meyer looked his sharpest. And it was was interesting because for Meyer, like one of the hallmarks, I feel like, for his style is he comes out and he scores right away, right? Like he comes out and he's like in dogged pursuit of that first takedown. And he really didn't fire early. He was, I don't know if it was like strategic, like trying to see, hey, let me see what happens if I kind of wait a little bit and don't come out crazy. And. Do a little more it's just maybe energy maintenance or whatever you would call that. Yeah. Um and he's and he still won. He won by six. Brignola is, is not a pushover, he's ranked. So, you know, you can't just throw that result out. But I agree, I didn't expect it to be as in the balance as it was in the third period. And yeah, eight two is a little misleading with Brignola in position to score late.
1: Well, now okay, can I say one more thing that's bugging me? Um the three point takedown. Guys, the takedown used to be worth two points. And so some people are acting like, God, um, God. I don't want to pick on Shane, but Shane and uh, Tim Johnson were like, the three-point takedown is what let Jared Frannick have a comeback. It's like, well, no. If it was a two-point takedown, then Peyton Rob would have also had a two-point takedown, and, and Frannick still would have won by one because he had two escapes, and Frannick and Rob only had one. So in certain situations, people are giving credit to the three-point takedown where it just definitely does not deserve credit. I don't know, we'll have to run those numbers. I'm not sure you're right. <laughs> Shut up. You know I'm right. <laughs> yeah. It's so ridiculous. But or like they're like, oh my God, he came from way behind. But it was like, well, wait, but that guy had two three point takedowns. Previously he would only have two 2 point takedowns. So it's like you just the, the 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 amount of points that the score is worth is greater. Therefore you can come from behind from larger margins. But if we go back to the old system, they would have been smaller margins because the scores would have been less
2: hmm you're giving me a lot to think about today ben
1: <laughs> shut
2: up no i'm with you I'm but with
1: you. It, it is really people don't recognize it i'm like oh my god I'm like but it <laughs> it doesn't make sense you're not making I, any sense here it's the same thing as two take notes or three take notes or whatever it is i'm just
2: trying to envision you watching this duel and just like they're they're moving on you're at 174 and you're still just talking out loud about it. it's like but it doesn't <laughs> going back to 157 you just can't let it go i'm with you buddy <laughs> the, uh, it doesn't make sense. It's simple math. The three
0: point take uh. does or has created more possibilities. I feel like in a match, whereas I feel like it used to be a lot more formulaic. Maybe I just haven't gotten used to it quite yet. But where like you see a score in the second period and you're like, I know exactly what happened
1: uh-huh.
0: in this match.
1: Correct. Now or like no in the idea. third period, or that, like you that, see the match finish
0: and you're like. I know, okay, this guy got a takedown in the first, and this guy escaped. Then he escaped again, and then this guy got another takedown, and he escaped again. Mm -hmm. And it's like you can see a score and know what happened. It's kind of like, ah, well, maybe this happened. Maybe he got a turn. Maybe this happened.
2: Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. I I really feel like college wrestling has been super exciting this year. And I'm not not trying to correlate it 100% with that, but I feel like the product has been really strong. Not a lot of snoozers. Well,
1: I mean – the thing that no one, no one, um, the actual reason that it's it's been that way is the one that no one brought up before the fact is that the three points makes it so that the mat wrestling situations are not as valuable, and therefore there's not as many ties. We brought this up, like with the two point takedown versus two escapes, or two point takedown versus escape and ride time; those would have been ties. And you know when there's a tie, people are less active. But if one person is then losing three to two, they're they're like, okay, I have to go get a takedown because I'm losing by three to two. I'm not tied, so there's less overtimes, and there's always a, someone in the third period. Generally, there it's more likely that someone in the third period needs to be aggressive and go get a takedown. Yes,
2: Smith, a
0: great argument for uh, never having a tie in a match if only that existed.
2: Oh, dare to dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, James has some other notable results here that we haven't got to yet. Eli Griffin takes out Steve-O uh, 7-4. Steve-O has been kind of doing this. Uh, he lost to Strickenberger yeah. earlier this year. Now he's lost to uh, California Baptist Elijah Griffin. Nice win there for him. He made the Midlands finals earlier this year. He's had, he's, he's another tough guy at 125. Um, yeah. Peyton Hall takes out yeah. Isaac Olenick. This is maybe one of the bigger upsets of the of the weekend when you consider yeah. how good Isaac's looked all year.
1: Yeah, but if you would have said this like last year or the year before, it probably wouldn't have been all that 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 shocking. Wouldn't have Peyton been Hall. Up, it's been a, it, it wouldn't have been an upset, yeah. Um he has been better this year, but he still he got drilled by um Dean Hamidi in the finals. Of Midlands, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he looked good. They got in a few scrambles. You know, Alejnik is a little bit limited in the fact that um, he doesn't go underneath people very well, right? So um, he doesn't shoot. He has a lot of slide bys and he only shoots a little bit. So if he gets behind, then that that becomes an issue. Um, Let's see. Hall's lost to Humidi 12 0. He got pinned by like. Oh, he. he, What was this guy? guy? I don't know him. Yeah, yeah it was, C- it was Gaetano Consoli. Hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, good win by Peyton Hall. Uh, a big upset, to your point, um, even though maybe previously we wouldn't have seen it that way a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah, it was a nice win for him. And, and maybe, you know, I think both guys were due for a little bit of leveling off. Isaac, so good yes. all year long. He's definitely better than he was a year ago. But, you know, at some point he was in college wrestling. If you're wrestling your full schedule, you're... You'll, you'll slip on a banana peel. And Peyton was due for a big win. And so it just kind of yes. coalesced there. Uh, also in this duel... Keegan's got... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, at 41, Titus and Tag and Jameson had a really close match. It was a good match. Um, really close takedown call for Jameson in the first. That was the difference. It was, you know, one of those things, where you go back in time, you probably brick it, but you just don't know the future. So... Titus goes down but it was a really good match there um, i'm trying to think of other relevant matches in that dual meet uh dayton well, continues to look not really very many tough
1: no uh i guess the one would be um set actually he's having he beat pitzer on friday and he beat oh, right. wolfgram on saturday so you know he's he's improving
2: oklahoma state's wrestling well um really kind of top to bottom not server i think is still not fully back as good as, yeah. you know, we'd seen him. But Doucette has been a surprise for me this year. Yes. Um, and also...
1: He was solid last year, but not this mm-hmm.
2: good. Correct. And for Oklahoma State, you're now looking at their recruiting classes. you got got Doucette. Uh, how many years does he have left?
1: Um Cause they, yeah, because they got um, uh, the big meathead that likes to flex. And, Carol, uh, Christian Carroll. And Cody Merrill both coming in. Yeah, Chris Christian Carroll. The Carol. Merrill and Carroll and, uh, Meathead Brigade. And uh, yeah, Cody. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> There's me. He lives in all the weights in the weight room, bro. Yeah. Right? yeah.
2: So he is, is a junior. Weights. He redshirted in 2021, uh, then 22. 23, 20, so this is his third year. So he's back next year. So I don't know yeah. what happens with, with Carol. Um, you could redshirt Merrill, but um, he, he cl- looks like he's clearly the guy.
1: Yeah, it's tough.
2: Okay, Meathead Brigade touched on that. <coughs> Caleb Fish, we
1: already <laughs> talked about that. His big win. It may. Doucette did wrestle. He wrestled Mason Paris five three last year. Wrestled Zach Eaglem four two. Like mm-hmm. you know, he was he was pretty tough last year, um, but did not win a match at the NCAs.
2: Who do you think is going to get second at NCAs this year? Mizzou. But really.
1: Uh I mean I honestly Mizzou does have a chance. They do have a, lot a chance. lot of guys really well.
2: But I'm just trying to um, think about it critically and not just.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting. Well, I mean, one guy I think I think Rocky Elam is significantly underrated for his weight right now because he had the injury and so is um Certain. So I think Mizzou could bump up there. Um but you know, Iowa is I don't know. Man, I feel kinda like every one of these teams has like some deficiencies. Like Michigan mm-hmm. at five has not been wrestling super well. Oklahoma State, um, they've actually been wrestling really well, but I, I feel like some of their guys could be a little bit regre- come having a, re- a regression. NC State's really good, but who did they just? They just lost to someone, didn't they?
2: Oklahoma State beat them bad.
1: Yeah, beat them bad. So that made me kind of question them. <laughs> it's tough.
2: It's real. It's really tough. Conferences. Maybe we'll feel like we have a better sense because. Yes. I do think Michigan is one that could. I mean, Raguson's out of red shirt, so Cannon, who hadn't been there is done, but they need yes. some consistency from DiAgostino and if they get that, you know everything everyone knows the deal with 125. They need Griffith to be the guy he was at Stanford. Um, Davison could place high. Cam Ameen can place high I mean, Willow wan We haven't seen him, but you know his potential. And Austin Gomez yeah. could win 149. We haven't talked a lot about it, but he's back and, and wrestling go, well. Yeah. He hasn't hit really uh, any highly ranked guys yet, but he looks good. Friday will be fun. Oh yeah, that's oh, probably maybe the match I'm oh, looking. Oh, Kzak versus Gomez is gonna be crazy. See, Kzak is a little too fearless. I'm worried he might get because you know, he'll he was getting in some upper body situations, and that can go I can go different directions with one uh, with. With Gomez, yes. he did beat uh, Ethan 100%. Miller ten six and Alec Martin. Those are those are tough guys. So he's hit ranked yeah, guys. Kasek will be the best guy he's wrestled this year.
1: Agreed. Uh, yeah. Uh, so as I said earlier, Keegan's going to have Peyton Hall, Julian Ramirez, and uh, Lesnik all back to back to back in like eight days. That's
2: awesome. So that'll be fun. That will be fun. Mm-hmm. Excited to see those those matches. Okay, want to do some questions? We've got like 18-ish minutes.
1: Well, let's see. We can go uh, right new rule sets such as Dangerous turned guys like okay. Dean Heil from a former NCAA champion to finishing all outside, outside All-American artists. Uh, I think that's a definite possibility. Um, who, who are, who's but he, he was always about? in those nail- besides Dean Heil. I, I was going to say because besides Dean Heil because that's a, a singular uh, person who had an insane amount of very, very close matches who was able to win them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who else he would be referring to.
2: Yeah, I don't know. But um, I would say for, for Dean, I don't think it was... I mean, if you go watch some of his title runs, he was just firing leg attacks and taking dudes down. He he. Everyone focuses in on the Gulabon match as... And, and I'm not saying he wasn't on his back a, a decent amount in his career, but the amount of times he was going and generating and just taking dudes down, like... yeah, It's a little overplay. I just think he was not wrestling. He had a He just had a bad year that year. He just did not wrestle well that season. He was right there to beat. And you also forget, he was beating Yanni late in that match. And Yanni had to go and get it in that quarterfinal. Yanni won that year. So, I don't know. It's a little revisionist to to correlate the danger rule, which didn't help Dean, but I think it's it's also not giving a lot of credit to how good Dean was otherwise.
1: I, I think maybe uh, he's also citing that the three-point Because I feel like there was a few different ride-out situations where Hyle won. I can't cite exact matches, so you know, if I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like there's definitely like, ride-outs and double overtimes and stuff that he won um, Yeah, uh, semi-frequently.
2: He was tough in in those kind of grimy matches.
1: Yeah. Um, You're right at NCAs though he didn't have any at, at twenty seventeen, it's you know, he did have six five first round, which I don't know what the scoring sequences were. Six five nine five six five four two six three. So there's no overtimes or, or write-outs there. Mm-hmm. Um and then the year before that, similar four one, four
2: one, eight three, eight,
1: three, three, two. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Where is Jaden Cox? Asks mossman one oh three. He's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Tr- I saw him uh he was in the wrestling room, so I think he's training. Hopefully, we see him at trials, and um, hopefully, he's healthy. I know he is now. Nah, yeah. He's a newly father. Father, Just, yep. congratulations to father Jaden. Yeah, twins. And twins. And twins. Ben, would you have wanted twins?
1: Uh, yeah, that would have been cool. I guess I think
2: it would have been cool.
1: it might have been really, really hard. But
2: I think it's really tough for a little bit, and then it's like really awesome.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I
2: talk to him this week. Oh, yeah, talk to him. Get an interview with the man. Yeah. What separates Keegan from everyone else? Nothing special physically, says Joseph Floyd, not me. Could it be the way he diagnoses, thi- diagnoses things? Other AWA guys have the same coaching, and they're very good. But Buggy Whips Jr. has something different. Making fun of <laughs> Brian O'Toole's arms are, are constantly <sighs> the subject of ridicule because of Ben Askren. Uh so but funny. In buggy reality, he has buggy, bigger arms. Mr. Buggy Whoops loves me. Yeah, but he
1: has bigger <laughs> arms than you, Ben. What? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. You know who else has uh, bigger arms than you? Not you. Well, <laughs> maybe. Who?
2: That, I won't say his name, but his initials are WR.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, that's what, I gonna say. Um, what if he was just like a bodybuilder jack now or something that'd yeah be, that'd be oh, funny stays in great shape yeah. um i yeah i mean i think a lot uh a few things he he just did everything right i mean he's just super obsessive about the sport smart ask good questions um trains hard yeah i mean i don't i think that's gonna i mean hopefully hopefully for me and and awa and probably uh at the at the peril of everyone else, I think we're going to have more and more guys coming out like that. Cause there's just guys who are seeing the pathway. They're seeing, you got to be kind of super obsessed. You got to love it. And if you love it and you're super obsessed, we can give you a lot of the right answers and help you find the right paths. So I think there's, I mean, we honestly right now we have, I think it's nine guys in, in the division one rankings. Um, so, you know, it's, it's expanding more and more. That's a lot. Um, yeah.
2: What do you think, um, who, who are some of the guys next generation you're excited about? Obviously, you have the Mirasolos and Aiden. Um, who are some other guys, like yeah. maybe that are freshman, sophomore, juniors that are?
1: I don't, that I, I don't like picking them out that early. I don't give them that type of potential. All right,
2: fine. A sixth grader, then.
1: <laughs> not that, definitely not them. Definitely not them. There's nothing good that happens to childhood stars, Christian Piles. Right. Don't forget w- that. Will Ozzie win NCAAs? It's
2: a simple question, Ben.
1: I don't even know. He like kind of likes it, but he's kind of strange sometimes. So I don't know. <laughs> Alex is pretty into it, so we'll he's see how also far she five. goes. He's six now. He's six. Oh snap! So, you held yeah. him back. He's and still, it, he's still Alex, in preschool, right? Well, he's a no. He's kindergartner. He's a no. He's normal age. Uh, December birthday. So I guess he'd be in the older age, uh, birth year, mm. birth year cohort, but um, not abnormally old by any means. We did hold Andy back because she was going to be the youngest in her class, and I thought that's. You don't want that, and I kind of seen the situation play out with other people, and I'm like, I'm just going to hold it back now, so there's no issue. Nick Janda, anyone nervous about
2: Zane Richards getting 57 kilogram qualified? Oh yeah,
1: Oh I'm nervous about, about
2: both weights. I'm I, listen. Anytime it's not qualified going into you know out of the world championships, you should be nervous. It's not there's no guarantees in this thing, and anytime you're like, I hope this person or this country is opposite us. You're not in a, that's not a great position to be in and I think that's where we are with with yes. 57 we, we could do it but I'm telling you what I don't want Roman Bravo Young on our side. I don't know that he can't win. I think he probably I could agree. win that match but I don't want to see it. I don't want to see that match yet. Um, yes, I'm nervous about it. I'd be nervous, you know, it, replace Zane with another guy you date and fix Vito. Yeah, a little nervous. There's no guarantees at yeah. this. There's so much on the line for these right. countries. And, you know, Zane Rutherford's a great example of like, yeah, we, we had the best guy at Pan Am's at 65 that year, but we got freaking pinned in the match to go yes. against a guy that was on no one's radar. I did a whole video about this that should be going up today or tomorrow. But yeah, it's, it's going to be nerve wracking to see how we do. Um,
0: I agree. I like uh, Nick James' other question. What's more exciting? The unpredictability of 125, where it seems like anybody can AA or go 0-2, or I like 165, where you have known hammers, but you can make a solid prediction for the 8th AA. So this one is interesting yep. to me because I like a weight. I prefer weight with two or three final bosses more. So I like 165 because you have...
1: Final Ke- boss.
0: Keegan Carr Mitchell. hmm But if you just have a weight that doesn't have those Hodge-like guys, but it's just eight solid A's, I would prefer the unpredictability of a 125.
2: You know, I don't know if we've ever had a weight that was as wide open as 25. Um, Never. 97 in last year and some previous years felt that way. But for me, it's... It's the premier matchup weights. It's the ones that have the yes. the true excellence. That's the, that's what we're gonna be talking about, I think. Not, you know, if, if Matt Rambo beats Anthony Noto in the NCAA finals, I'm not gonna be like, you know, ten years from now, I'll be like, remember when? And that guy won it. it. I'll be like, remember when Carr and O'Toole wrestled again, or Mitchell, or whoever it is. Yeah. It, it'll be that. Or the other thing you get in those mat those weights is if one of those guys goes down early, it's such a big upset. Whereas at 25, anything that happens is like... (laughs) We expected that. Yeah, it's not even a surprise. So those big upsets don't even have the weight at 25 to where, wow, the three seed goes down in the second round. It's like, man, we probably predicted that.
0: Well, it still feels like... This weight is obviously very wide open. It still feels like one of the top 10 guys is going to come out on top of everything. You might get a guy mm-hmm. like a, a Braden Palmer or a Spencer Moore who's in the mid twenties right now, sneaking and on the podium. Yeah, but it feels like one of your Noto, Ramos, Ayala, Provo, mm-hmm. Smith types
2: is gonna run the gauntlet. I think that, too. Ooh, I don't know. I think fewer guys. I, I do. I think by the end of the year, well, we're going to be like, okay, yeah, it was Ramos, it was Drake, it was, you know, Anthony. It, weren't those the guys we
1: kind of thought that was possible with them? But there's guys, there's still the thing of, like, if Spratly upset, mm-hmm. he's 18, right? So if I he upsets Spratly. the number, what it would be, number three or number two, second round, right? Whoever, Whomever he has second round, uh it'd be it'd be the two if spratley at 18 beats the number two you're not that surprised and so maybe yes there's a greater likelihood of the higher ranked guys winning especially by the end but i still feel like if kyson tarakina comes out at 24 or jacob camacho at 23 and beats someone really high i'm not really all that surprised well Um, i'm not saying
0: beats someone high that will happen i'm saying wins runs the gauntlet Mm -hmm. and i'll I'll include troy spratley yeah, in that group, and we're going to have a better idea post-conference weekend yeah. as well. But it just seems like one of these top 10, 15 guys is going to be the guy to run the gauntlet. I don't think one of your... Which is still an insane statement to say yeah. that we never say about a weight where 1 yes. through 15 can come out yeah. on top. But it, I don't think we're going to see a 20-plus a, a guy run the gauntlet here and win five matches to win NCAs. I, I think yeah, we're going to see I, one, a couple pickoffs, a couple upsets, but. Yeah.
1: Well, I was actually going to say that would be, so to, I, I agree with Christian's point about like in 15 years, what we're going to be talking about when we're gonna be talking about, you know, Carver, or so tool or, you know, kind of like the stars because the stars drive things. But the other thing I think 25 could potentially provide is actually something you guys are not bringing up. Like we still talk about Zeke Moisey coming from the 15 and making the finals. What if we had the number 18 win it? Like we'll be talking about that. Remember when the number 18 guy won the NCAs in 2024? Like that was freaking crazy.
0: Well, the difference is they don't have a Thomas Gilman to beat this year. Like sure. there, there's no huge upset mm-hmm. to be had. Yeah. L- like we we still will mention it, but I think I also think the guy who wins this weight. Um, will go if they have extra years, we'll go on to like have a decent career, you know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. make the finals or whatever next year. Whereas that was not the case for Zeke. That truly was a miracle run for him.
1: Yeah. Mm. That's fair.
2: Alright, I, I got something else cooking here. One second. Oh, um, what? Now What's I could cooking? I could be wrong. No, no don't you I got right, another don't question. you even
1: think about it. Don't you even think about it.
2: Um I from Another good question from Ida Slapter. Oh, crap. <laughs> you got got. Dang it. I normally can stumble upon those. <laughs> I was just reading. Um, uh, what does 174 to heavyweight look like? See, I didn't read his handle. That's bad. But I did, I did read. <laughs> but um, he asked, what does 174 to heavyweight look like for Penn State next year? So, heavyweight's easy, because that's, um, that's Greg. 97, I don't know. Um, actually, let's get... I know. Th- we have something. Um, we we actually tracked this down Wes not, Roberts.
1: I see what you guys are doing. Look, say, we right? found Wes Stop Roberts. This. <laughs> this is the guy
2: that... He's aged a little better than Ben, but this is the guy, if you're watching live, we found him on LinkedIn <laughs> in the uh, Oklahoma City area. area. For those just uh, listening...
0: It is uh, a LinkedIn profile of a one Wes Roberts from the OKC metro area, and he looks to be about seventy-seven. In well,
2: follow- you know he's not on the stem cells like Ben, so it's not as uh, true. Who, who knows what Ben would look like uh, on natural? Oh you guys. know,
1: uh, you, guys are, you guys are too funny.
2: Okay, so seventy-four. All right, seventy-four next year. I think is well. They could always bring Starachi back. He says he's not, but you know maybe. If not him. I don't know. Do they use Facundo there? Because that's possible. Because it feels like their 184 is going to be Josh Barr because that's where he's been wrestling. I think he's a good size for that weight. 97, Ryder's coming in. Mirasola's coming in. Um, I don't know where where they slot Ryder. Is he an 84? Is he a 97? I'm not sure. It feels like uh, Mirasola would be the guy there at 197. Yeah. And then heavyweight Greg Kirkfleet is back and he can yep. remain there while uh, Connor gets bigger. Cole. 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 Dang it. I'll get in <laughs> one of these days. Let's say C. Marisola. C. Marisola. Um, that's my guess. Now, is there a scenario where they say, hey, Levi, get as big as humanly possible and go 174 next year? Or maybe they bulk up some other guys. Mm. They, they could. Change some things. I don't know. Everyone was talking about how big Levi was last year, including like Levi and the staff, and then he's just there again. So was he not yeah. that big? Did he get it? Does he have a better handle on it? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that's my guess right now, if I had to have one. Other question. I don't think this is a thing, but I'll ask it. Why is UST, USA Wrestling not picking Spencer Lee for international tournaments? Why they pick yeah. Courtney over him for Zagreb, or now Cronin mm-hmm. for France tournament? Um, I don't, I can't imagine USA is like has a an even choice where they can send one or the other, and they're not sending Spencer. Spons- well, I don't think that's that's, how that's how not it. what happens. It's it's the the ladder, guys no. sign
1: up for the trips that they want to go to. You sign up for the yeah. trips, and then they go from the top to the bottom.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't think Hedgehog Day. Um, that's what's happening there. And with no, ranking series
0: happen. tournaments, you only get a limited number of entries per country. Yeah, Three. It's not just an open.
2: So I don't I yeah. don't think... Um, yeah, I don't think they chose Brandon Courtney or Liam Cronin over Spencer Lee. I don't think that's what happened. Correct. Um, Weston Barrel, does Ben know how Dean has done against lower-ranked wrestlers? He just majored Carlson. Is that a trend for him?
1: That's yes. funny,
2: right? As a trend um why didn't gilman wrestle the grab he just had a daughter i believe or a son oh. a child i don't know the,
1: the gender of the child um do 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 i think Other. that, that uh, mr Hale? smith i don't i mean like he's thinking this year places top three does he go somewhere else uh, I'm sure there'll be some of that. We saw it last year with Bernie and with um, Aaron Nagao to Penn State. We saw it with Caliendo and Franek to Iowa. We saw it with all of Northwestern's team to Michigan. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure uh, there's going to be some of that, and it's, it is kind of unfortunate, I think.
0: There was also caveats to those. Uh, North yeah. Dakota State guys, coaching change.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Northwestern guys, graduate
2: Fifth transfers. Years. Yep. yeah. And, you know, if this year Bailey plays top three, I'd be pretty surprised also. I would also. He's good. Possible. Not likely. Right. All right, 9.59. I think we did it. I think we yep. did the show officially. Um, horns. Man, I really want to start saying horns and then the music plays. We got to get in sync on this, Tyler. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back Wednesday of this week. You. When are you leaving? Tomorrow? Tomorrow morning, hopefully. Yeah, he's a little worried about the, the flight situation. 55 flights have been canceled out of Austin, according to JD Rader, our flight tracker. I think 51. 51. As okay. of 6:05 a.m. this morning. Dang, that's a lot. Ben, thank you. Stay warm, buddy. Have fun at your lessons. Oh, he's gone. Look at him. See, I think we should get this time. When he leaves a minute early to go pee, look at him, just frozen Ben. Not funky Ben, frozen Ben Asper. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. We'll leave you with this beautiful shot of Ben. That's what he gets. When you hang up early, when you clock out early, you get dunked on. Thank you guys, see you tomorrow, uh, Wednesday. Goodbye.